Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The following program is intended for mature audiences. The home for nerds, geeks, and freaks. The Riley and Kimmy Show. The Riley and Kimmy Show. This is part two of our interview with artists Humphrey Ching and Lee Walls. Part one is available on our website at RileyandKimmy.com or our Facebook page, The Riley and Kimmy Show. Right now, we're going to go back to the interview and ask Lee Walls about his current and upcoming projects. I am. I just finished um, some pages for the second volume of a comic called um, Memoirs of the Mysterious. Hope I'm getting it right. Um, Which is... um, I, I work with a writer named Brandon Barrows, a really good writer, um, and uh, we did um, we did a story, God, like three years ago, for the first volume of Memoirs of the Mysterious, kind of like an anthology. It's like um, it's kind of like Twilight Zone, Twilight Zone Outer Limits mix. Um, you know, it has both the cerebral horror, you know, make you think, and it also has monsters and aliens and cool stuff like that. Um, so I just finished pages for the second volume of that. That was a lot of fun to do. Um, I am I'm lettering and doing some minor design work for a book called Child of the Sun, uh, which is biblical fiction featuring uh, Samson from the Bible and his friend uh, Hercules. Um, so it's, it's, it's fiction. It takes a lot from biblical stories. Um, some nice art, um, great lettering because that's what I'm doing. Um, and, uh, it's on Amazon now the first, I think four, first four issues are online, uh, in about the next, about half an hour. The fourth issue will be online. They're all on Amazon. Now, is that is that accepted with the the mainstream Christian crowd, or do they get a little upset because you're putting Greek mythos in with that? Not you personally, um, but the the creator. <laughs> the uh the creator the creator is a Christian. Um, I don't I don't think he's getting any any flack for it. Uh, I've seen you know I've seen pretty good reviews. Um, nothing about the lettering, unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> uh i did i did the cover of issue three too i drew the cover of issue three um but yeah i don't think i don't think they're um i don't think they're getting he's getting any flack from it i'm trying to get him to advertise it more because i feel like he's not talking about it enough so hopefully if you're um if your listeners you know check out child of the sun child of the sun well we'll put a on link, amazon we'll put a link to that on our website and also we'll throw it on facebook as well groovy thank you um, what else am I working on? Um, I have a couple of stuff that I'm, I've been working on for too long. I know the creators are probably going to mad at me if they if they listen to this to this um, interview. I'm sorry. I'll finish it soon. Blame blame um, Humphrey. Just blame him. Yeah, right. He's I a, should. He's a, he's a distraction. <laughs> he is a distraction. That sweet ass. Um, <laughs> sorry. 
I should have done that. Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's got the hang up button. Um, no, it. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just, uh, I'm just a, a, I'm a basket case, and um, I, I work on things until my hands bleed. Sometimes I'll go over and over and over and over again on a page. Um, and I, I'm gonna finish them if they want them. Still, I'm just gonna have the pages, and if they want them, I'll give them to them. Um. I did I did some pages for this book for uh, Phil Lee McCall the second called Shawnee. I'm not sure how and what book he because he he puts out like a billion books um, every day and uh, if you look at his website um, I guess it's P was it Phil Lee McCall P L P L M P L M C I I I think dot com um, Look for Shawnee, and uh, or or I think he'll he'll respond if you ask him about Shawnee, where to find it. And um, I did some pages for that, as well as uh, let's see, one more thing, uh, my book, which is coming out at the end of this month, called Ardu, A R D U, which is me writing, penciling, inking, lettering, hehe, uh, maybe coloring. I'll see if I have time. Um, which I'm I'm actually excited because I haven't I haven't I've been working on this thing since 2007, so uh, I'll finally have it out. Hell or high water. What is our do about? Our do is about uh, it's I'm 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 starting it on on planet already, but on planet already, but it's a science fiction story about um, these colonists who land on a planet that's already inhabited by a semi-intelligent life form. Um, they have to find a way to live together because neither one of them is going anywhere because one lives on a planet already. The other one has nowhere else to go. And it's uh, it's about their struggle to find um, common ground and find a way to live together. Um, but it's it's because it's a comic and because I want it to be interesting, it's a lot of fighting. It's not. It's not. You know, I'm gonna put some. I'm gonna put some political stuff in there because, again, I love the high concept sci-fi. So I'm gonna have you know people trying to figure out how they're gonna do these things and talking and and a lot of that stuff. Not a lot of that, but you know, it's gonna be it's gonna be part of it. But it's about these uh, these these settlers and these um, well, their their inhabitants actually, um, kind of trying to find a way to get along. Um, and my my um, my thoughts on it were about basically about the American settlers and the natives who are here already, really not seeing eye to eye very well. And it's 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 a lot of that, but um but also with uh you know a lot of a lot of comic book stuff in there you know because I'm a fan of I'm a big fan of comic books so it's not gonna be it's not gonna try to be a movie or anything like that it's just gonna be very comic booky, um so episodic and uh and just wild wild stuff i almost said the other s word but wild stuff we only let humphrey swear you know he can just yeah yeah as he said he 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 brought it to an art form he he knows how to swear so much better than anybody i know yeah he's reason he's a reason we have to run the you know the warning at the beginning of the episode (laughs) for mature audiences you know it's because of humphrey rated r for humphrey (laughs) (laughs) You're fucking right. <laughs> but I, I will say this was he's not like that at the con. 
I mean, he, he, you don't have to worry about, it. you know, you can bring small children around the table. He, he, <laughs> he, he's behaving. He's like Mr. Rogers at the, at the table. He's okay. Uh, yeah. Um, sweater and everything. You got mm-hmm. your little loafers and, and soon he'll have his little puppet with him too, courtesy of artist, uh, creator Martin Dunn. And he can have his little puppet show too. Oh, that's right. Cause yeah, I, I remember Martin Dunn said he was starting to make puppets. That's right. And he's going to make did, one for did, Humphrey. Did, did you see any of his puppets yet? Does oh, he, does, yeah. He, he has them on his Facebook page. He's already, oh, he's, yeah, he's, he's doing it. He's living not, the dream, I, man. I don't think I'm friends with Martin Dunn. Well, don't hold he's, yourself back. Become friends with a madman. <laughs> yeah. He's, um, he's a fascinating fellow. Yes, he is. And soon bringing puppets with him and that will be fun being next to Humphrey with Martin and <laughs> and, a, and a Humphrey puppet real soon. That'd be funny. Humphrey's not digging this as you can tell he's not talking. <laughs> he's right now going I hate both of you, all of you but I, I yeah, I wouldn't mind I wouldn't mind having actually I wouldn't mind having a, um, a Humphrey action figure. That'd be kind of cool, wouldn't it? Uh, a one six, uh, just, just for po- uh, po- uh, poetic uh, poetry's sake, a one-six scale. It comes with a, a like um, what you call it, a special, exclusive middle finger. <laughs> All exchangeable <laughs> hand where you can put the finger, right? Yeah. So you, whenever you pose them, it just flips you off. <laughs> and a little, little word bubble that says "fuck you." <laughs> oh, gee, Humphrey. Wasn't that wasn't that line from um from oh, Marilyn Manson? I don't know if y'all listen to that. Um. I, I wasn't I don't have enough middle fingers, was it? I wasn't given enough middle fingers. You should just have a handful of middle fingers. <laughs> well, Humphrey, we'll see if we can get somebody to create an action figure for you. One six. One six scale. Yeah. yeah. And then of course down the road, the collector series, you know, that twelve inch <laughs> figure. <laughs> <laughs> Thirty two points of articulation. Yes. Yes. Or or wait a minute. Don't you get big figures too, Humphrey? Didn't you just order like a, a four-foot statue or something? No. What, three-foot statue? I ordered a 12-inch. 12 12-feet? 12 12 My foot. God, that's yeah. huge. 12-foot <laughs> tall. Yeah, 12-inch. 12-inch Kyle Ren figure. Well, I thought you got a, uh, if I remember right, a, uh, what was it, a Harlequin, three-foot Harlequin? Oh, no, I pre-ordered it. Yeah, because you, t- you told me it's the size of a small child. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Seriously, dude? You got a, a three-foot Holy Quinn? He did. Oh. <laughs> well, I should be saying they made a three-foot Harley Quinn. Well, I didn't know that either. And he was like, hey, you want to see what I got? And he goes, it's the size of a small <laughs> child. I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> that's that's kind of disturbing. <laughs> Is she? I mean, this is this is. Um, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not insinuating anything. But I'm curious. Is she anatomically correct? <laughs> Humphrey. I, I guess so. <laughs> oh That's boy. Weird. Oh. Is, is it? And it's modeled after um. Uh, what's her name? Margot Robbie. It's uh, Arkham Knight. Oh okay. Oh the the little. Oh I don't actually I don't know what she looked like in Arkham Knight. Is it the same costume as Arkham Asylum? No, it's different. Different. Oh, Humphrey. <clears throat> yeah, me, 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 and um, uh, Lee, we actually worked on a. We did two anthologies like a while back, back in like what, what was it, two thousand eleven? Eleven. Yeah. Which so, is like half a decade ago. 
So is Lee the person, the inspiration, the Yoda, who will get Humphrey out of the shadows and get comic books in people's hands so we can see some of Humphrey's art? Are you going to be the person that can get him him sparked, if you will, get some spark going? Well, just like like Yoda, um, Humphrey left in the middle of of training. (laughs) Damn you, Humphrey. (laughs) (laughs) No, there is another. Um... Yeah, I mean, I, 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 I'm constantly telling Humphrey to do his comic, but I'm also like, you know, I'm, I'm kind of like stoner Yoda. I'm like, yeah, whatever, you know, mm. you know. I know Humphrey really, if he, if he wants to do it, he's gonna do it. I, I feel that, I feel like that about everybody, especially with comics, because um, comics are, comics are a bitch. Comics is a hard thing, man. Like a lot of people don't understand, and I think, I think that that that's that's the thing that gets me mad about a lot of these like so-called like you know guys out there who are like saying that they want to do comic books but like they just do like pinups and then like you know and then they go around flaunting that they're saying that they're comic book artists but it's just like it's like you're not a comic book artist until you actually like do sequentials (laughs) you know what i'm saying like it's 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 gotta be like one of the hardest like art professions, you know, in, in the business, you know what I mean? Like, <clears throat> yeah, I mean, well, yeah, I guess, I mean, as a business, yeah, it's, 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 it's frustrating, especially in the beginning, if you're not getting a lot of feedback and there's so many of us, there's so many comic artists and, um, and even writers and people who just want to do it. Um, and it's and you know I mean you know listening to Martin Dunn was talking about it and yeah it's 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 something that you have to keep pushing and keep pushing um, but you know to do it as to do it like as a, um as a as a I don't know say hobbyist or to do it like as a part time job it's um it's rough because there aren't enough hours in a day mm-hmm. exactly and, and you have to be at a point where either you you forgive your own mistakes. Like this is I'm I'm projecting, mind you. You have to forgive your own mistakes, so you're just putting the pages out regardless. You know, no mistakes, just do it, finish it. Or you have to be at a point where your stuff is just like you know, shiny as all hell. You know, it's just the best. You know, you're you're making Jim Lee weep on Instagram type stuff. Stuff, but um, but it's hard. It's 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 hard to do. And you know, Humphrey's got a nine to five. He's got a you know, you got a full time, and um. And I think I think his his approach to his approach to getting the audience he needs is really good because it's um because he's he's getting he's getting he's getting the best of himself out there faster. And if he started doing a comic, he would cut his his um his ability to do to get stuff out there to people because he having to do comics he'd be doing comics he probably wouldn't uh, i don't know could you do a page a day humphrey like not 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 the way i'm like with my hours at work like you know yeah like that's that's the thing a lot of people don't understand like if you're gonna do comics i mean comics is a full-time job man it's like it's a lot of work and pl- yeah. humphrey you actually not revealing totally what you do but you work in the art industry m- monday through friday during the day i mean so you're creating 
drawing all day long. Yeah, so I was going to say, it's not like, you know, you're doing something else and then it's coming home and you love to draw and it's your chance to draw. So by the time you come home, you're kind of probably burned out of drawing, right? Yeah, exactly. And then, like, when I come home, like, sometimes the last thing I want to do is draw. And then, like, um, on top of it, like, you know, like, you know, drawing comics on top top of that, it's, it's just like, this. like, people don't understand, like, drawing comics, it's not just like drawing some pretty picture. You really got to think about how you're going to draw this, like, you know, how you're going to attack the piece. Like, it's like, you know, me and Lee, we, like, we go, you know, we always, like, kind of throw stuff at each other when we're drawing stuff, and it's just like, you know, when you got to get the perspectives right, you got to, you know, you got to know how to draw, you know, a lot of people don't even know how to do the anatomy right you know what i'm saying like what do they say you have to know how to draw everything yeah because comics is like it is like making movies with like a trillion quadrillion dollar budget you know everything is possible so you have to know how to draw everything um and uh and as one of my old teachers said you know nothing is arbitrary so everything you do you have to think about why you're doing it and it has to make sure that it's 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 not getting in the way of you telling a story. Mm-hmm. So it's, 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 yeah, it's tough. Not complaining though. Cause I actually love it when I, when I'm, when I'm, when I'm on, when I'm flowing, I'm flowing, you know, but, uh, when I'm not, it's yeah. like, it's like childbirth and the baby that's coming out is rerun from what's happening <laughs> with a hat too. Yeah, with the hat. The oh, hat wow. comes out last. Wow. Because I'm sure he takes it off, you know, because he's considerate. Wow. But yeah, it's <laughs> it's not a, it's not fun. Like, you know, as everyone else out there, you know, it's it's work. Is now it seems like, you know, to me, at least in the last year, maybe two at cons, bigger cons, conventions, you're you're seeing more and more, you know, fund my Kickstarter project for my comic book and stuff like that. You know, it's it's it, to me, it's like more and more and more. Um, mm-hmm. Is there less and less of an audience? Truthfully, I mean, you know, if if somebody's starting out, I mean, is there is is this medium? Is it growing? Is it stagnant? Is it is it dwindling? I mean, what is the future? Like two years, five years, ten years from now? I know ten's probably impossible, but is is it dwindling? Is, what is the future? I don't think it's dwindling. Um, I think it, it 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 always spurts and jerks and yeah. kind of like so you know you um you get like these booms where people are really into what's happening, you know, um image image. But the, but the next boom might like after this boom, the next boom might might not happen to like another fifteen twenty years later, you know, like okay. how, yeah how, that's that's about right. <laughs> Yeah, because, like, how long was it since, like, the, the last boom, you know, like? I'm well, was the last, was, I mean, well, no, the last boom was, like, the early 2000s, right? That's when everybody said, oh, comics can be for adults, and let's, was, let's. Was it the two, early 2000s? Yeah, that was um the whole uh, Brian Michael Bendis, and everybody saying how respectful yeah, comics yeah. are. When, when Daredevil was becoming, like, the new icon of like marvel comics daredevil was the new spider-man yeah yeah for for a while and then all of a sudden daredevil like got pushed to the back seat because of uh the ben affleck movie i guess <laughs> and, um, and iron man because then iron man became the, the the um 
the the person of interest um now it's not really i don't think i mean i'm 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 probably the last person to because i don't really pay attention to the sales records i mean it's all about the walking dead in terms of sales um at least in indie books um i think batman is the is the the top seller of the the corporate books i believe you're right Um, yeah Mm -hmm. snyder um so it's like i think i mean you're right is it's going to be a while before something else catches on um and if it if it catches on as big because you know we didn't get we never got anything as big as you know the uh the image founders when they were still at marvel you know the the eight million dollars in royalties well that was partially because of um you know the 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 market you know everybody thinking that their comics are going to put their kids through college and they're like, hey, let's buy 18 copies of number one X-Men because that's going to be worth something. Mm. Um, the speculation, you know, so uh, which makes me so mad and so sad. It's like, I'm not going to make eight million dollars in royalties. <laughs> but yeah, that was the last the last big one. The, but it was a fake one. I guess it was a pseudo one. So then the real last big one was with um, Bendis and everybody liking comics. See, why I'm asking is, you know, I, I've talked to a lot of comic book shops, and all of them state that the median age is basically 40, I think it's almost, it's right between 45 and, let's say, 48 years of age. That's their, their subscriber. And the readers? That, really? That, that subscribes, the one who comes in loyal, you know, the one that has the poll list. And that's what's frightening to me. And I have not that met... That is hard. And, <laughs> and I haven't met one yet that says, yeah, we have a lot of kids, you know, that come in, what I usually get says... Yeah, the kids come in with the parents, and they don't they don't end up going home with anything. Yeah, but they're the parents, like, Dad, you gotta go play Minecraft. And so yeah, that exactly. that's what you know scares me because these these billion dollar films and the TV shows aren't getting people in that comic book shop. And, yeah, and that huh. and that's what I'm like goes back to the whole R rated thing. It's like that's one of the reasons why they don't want to make R rated superhero movies because. You know, the biggest, like, money makers of, like, movies are for kids. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. like the Pixar movies and, like, all those animated movies and stuff. Lego movie, man. Yeah, like, those movies yeah. are, are all, like, you know, big money makers. I mean, the Marvel movies, too, you know? And it's, like, the superhero movies are, too. But, like, it works really good for Deadpool because, you know... Deadpool is that character, and every, there's a huge following for Deadpool. But like, um, I, I don't know if it would work for like Batman versus Superman. Well, well, get this. I mean, DC at one time was talking about doing Captain Marvel Shazam. How are they going to do that with an R rating? I mean, what is Black Adam going to be the one swearing? And you know, you got <laughs> Captain Marvel going, "Oh golly!" Well, he'll be, doing, <laughs> he'll be doing, doing what he did in um, what do you call it? Um, Infinity Crisis. He'll be like ripping people apart and shit. Yeah. Or well. No, what was that other book that he did? Uh, that they that they did with with ISIS and like. Oh, I didn't read that one. Yeah. Like I, think, I know what you're talking about though. I yeah, know. he was going like I think ISIS like got killed or something, and he was going crazy. He was just killing people. <laughs> well, they also did. Um, uh, was it Captain Marvel? Um, I'm not gonna call him Shazam. <laughs> Captain Marvel. Um, the uh the. Was it the the Monster Society of Evil? Mm-hmm. Um, the one that uh, Jeff Smith did. Oh yes, you're right. Yeah. Oh, that was an amazing book. It was so great. 
and it was it was um and that was i mean of course i'm sure kids didn't pick it up but um it was just such a it was like so i i, I keep quoting stupid stuff like i was gonna say it's like a cool drink from out the toilet it was such a refreshing <laughs> it was such a refreshing book and it was it was like bright and you know it was very simple line work but still sophisticated in its own way you know how jeff smith does his thing and you know and it was like you know it was it was just a comic book i mean they could do it that way they could do it like kingdom come which Mm. a little closer to like he was still he was still um he was still a little playful i mean he was he was older um because alex ross wanted to do an older shazam right like a teenager so it could be a teenager i mean that could be that whole ya thing you know like twilight but with superpowers kill me because i just said that but um it's like they could go in that direction which would you know they can get i just that way the other thing too like like it it really sucks when you hear like people talk about like movies like the dark knight and stuff like that and um like parents won't let their kids watch the dark knight or like like you know and it's a batman movie you know and because it's too violent but you know? wait a minute. Then I, I I attend example spooky horror convention. Not a knock to them, but they'll bring a Walking Dead member in, a cast member, and then there there are parents there with their kids, and the kid might be and I've seen a seven eight years old the most, and they know whatever episodes have just aired of The Walking Dead. Oh, yeah, kids yeah. watch Walking Dead like crazy. Yeah, yeah. Like all the kids I work with, or not all of them, but there were a lot of kids who would just be like, "Did you see last night's episode of The Walking Dead?" Like you shouldn't be watching The Walking Dead. And get this: The Walking Dead is is now in syndication on on mainstream TV channels. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Which is like it's insane. Yeah, I, it's, I mean, but but that's the thing is I um like everybody been telling us ever since ever since um video games have gotten enough where you can you can move something more than a dot across a screen. People have been saying that kids have distractions that they're not going to read comic books. So why don't we make comics for people who are going to read them like adults? And I saw this kid walking down the street with this photocopied, hand-drawn comic book about Minecraft. And I'm like, this kid is bumping into things walking down the street reading this crummy little photocopied book, comic book, Minecraft comic book. And I'm like, they'll read anything. And the kids I work with, because I work with kids in the after school program, they'll, they'll read comics. You just got to get the comics but, but to them. They that, read Adventure Time. Is, well, isn't that the game right there? Because now we're dealing with Diamond Direct and dist- distribution and comic book shops. I mean, if the comic books could be made available outside those, and I'm going to upset some of my comic book shop owner friends, but if they could be made available where all ages could get you know, comic books designed for all ages. Um, I think that's part of the reason why they have a free comic book day, right? Because like, a lot of yeah. the free comic book day books are are made for like for children to read, you know, yeah. to, to to get them hooked on. Yeah, it's their gateway drug. But unfortunately, I see a lot of the free comic book days. You see the comic book nerds going from comic book shop to comic book shop. <laughs> you know. Oh yeah, I'd I'd never I'd never do that. Oh no, I'm sure you wouldn't. You wouldn't. <laughs> Let's see how many. Oh, I went, I've been to ten. Let's get to twelve by four. Okay. I, yeah, I um I went um I used to go uh, if anybody from New York knows back um back in the day there was this comic book called, store called Jim Hanley's Universe it was a <laughs> huge freaking comic book store and um 
and I would make my I would make my rounds like I'd make in my head the map of the city where I'd hit these comic book stores, and I would end at Jim Hanley's because Jim Hanley's would give away toys with their free comics. So I would get all the comics, the free comics, and then Jim Hanley's would get me a toy too. So yeah, I would I would hit them, <laughs> I would hit them all. And I, I and they stopped giving away toys because I'm, I'm sure they said this is this dude keeps coming for the toys and keeps taking our toys. No, that's, that's, a, toys. that's a funny thing though. It's like being like from New York, like um, like the only way you could get your comics in New York most of the time is like going to the city. Yeah, you had to go to Manhattan to yeah. to get your comics. And uh, like one thing I, that I love about Florida is like every corner, like there's a comic book store somewhere. Like, which it's kind of it's kind of weird though because it's like I like I think we talked about this, uh, Patrick. Like, um, it's like you know, not not to piss off any comic book store owners, but like you know, I don't know. If, like, in in a couple of years, are they st- still going to be like comic book stores everywhere around? Yeah, I I have a feeling they're going to be pop culture stores. And you know, selling apparel and and yeah. uh, trade paperbacks. Uh, I believe they'll be digital. The the big two will go digital, and they will be selling, you know, the the trade paperbacks of the arcs and stuff and graphic novels and uh, but a lot of apparel, a lot of action figures and things like that. That they'll be more like a Disney store. Uh, <laughs> that's what I'm seeing. They they might also go strictly um, print on demand too. Correct. Yes. I feel that um that um. Because there's still going to be a market for people who want the paper. Yes. Um, and I think because they're they're like I was I was looking at I don't know do you guys know Lulu? It's a print-on-demand company. I think I think you know Humphrey because we I've heard of Lulu it. actually. I've heard of Lulu. Isn't our our book in on Lulu? No, they're expensive. They're like you know, I wish one day I could afford to go on a Lulu, but you know that day won't come soon. Um, yeah, they um. They have. I was looking on their website, and I wanted to order. I wanted to order this because I I thought it was brilliant. Is on Lulu they sell comics also, you know, from I guess from that they print. And one of the comics I saw was a Hellboy, like um or BPRD, one of those. It was it was a, it was one of Mignola's books. And I and I thought about. It, I was like, that's brilliant. Nothing will ever go out of print because the files exist. So if you're looking for like a book that's like rare, you could send it to a print-on-demand company. They put it in their servers, and that book's never going out of print, which is kind of crappy for people who are collectors and say, "Oh, this book is out of print." It's like, nope, never out of print because it's print-on-demand. And I, I thought that was I thought that was such an amazing idea. But then again, it might actually be a bootleg, like somebody might have uploaded onto Lulu's servers and, and they're selling it without Dark Horse's permission. So, you know, if you're listening, Dark Horse, check Lulu. Well, um, <laughs> but I see what you're talking about. The, the print on demand, it might be more expensive, you know, to, to do that. But the collector or the, the old schooler will probably do that. I mean, they'll, they'll pay that. Yeah. Yeah. I would. I would. I mean, I think I think they were selling it for like, yeah, it was like 20 bucks, which is about this about the price, maybe a little more than what those books would have sold. But, you know, if you like paper and you want to read a traditional trade paperback, you just, you know, I think it'll come a little longer because it takes like two weeks or something for it to print. And then it got, has to go through the mail and then you have to get it and all that stuff. But, I mean, that's like, you know, that's like Amazon if you don't want to pay the full, the full, um, the you know, the free. 
the the free like eight day delivery or you don't have you know amazon prime i mean you can wait a couple of weeks to get a trade paperback if you know if that's your if that's your luxury if that's your vice is paper yeah I, and that that's the future and i i think it's unfortunate actually that you know the products are restricted to that that world you know i wish uh, i can un- undo what has been done uh, but i i would welcome it being available for you know masses easier that they don't have to go to uh, you know these certain types of shops to get it. Well, I was actually I I I'm not sure who I talked to because I'm still a little jet lagged. I was gonna say I went to I was in Italy a week ago. I think it was a week ago. Again, jet lag. Um, and in the I was we were calling them um we we're calling bodegas because you know we're ghetto. Um, in the corner stores, um, they're called uh tabac tabacchiari i think the tobacco shops tobacconist shops which are basically the corner stores in italy they had their comics um their comic section was kind of in the corner like you know like usual comic sections in the corner right next to the porn <laughs> I miss and those uh, days. was that i miss those days <laughs> i know right it's like you know you have to shimmy into the corner and look at the comics and, and like you know out of the corner of your eye i look at the porn it's like are they looking at me can i look at the porn they go hand in hand yeah, exactly. You know, and hand hand on anyway. Um, so they had their comics. One of the things I noticed in in Italy was the comics are much cheaper. Like uh, a a hundred and something page, even a hundred and something page black and white book is like six dollars. Get out of here. No, wow. I bought I I I bought as much comic crap as I could carry. <laughs> I got a crick in my neck, but I pulled that crap home. Like so, I was so proud. I was like, "Oh, I got, I got Sergio Topi," <laughs> and um, I got yeah, I got a Topi book that was in color and black and white. It was like the equivalent of like ten bucks for like this trade. It was like a graphic novel size book, and it's like tall. Ten bucks, like f you, man, this is brilliant. And their um, yeah, their comics are like some of them are digest size, some of them are a little smaller than comics, but still, you get a bunch of pages in color. Some of them for like six, seven dollars. And they're in they're in these these corner stores in the um in the 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 airport leaving from Milan. One of the the you know the what do they call the um Hudson News shops that they have in the airports, like front and center, right in the front of the store, like in the middle of where people would walk, they had a rack just full of comics. And I mean nobody was nobody was really shopping for them. But the fact that the store said, okay, this goes out front meant that people do look at these things. And it was, I was like, why aren't we, I mean, we need to put comics back into newsstands. Yes. I mean, we need kids to grab this stuff again. Yes. They need to be affordable again. Yes. And affordable. That's why I was wondering, how did, how did Italy do it? Because the paper was nice. The paper was really nice on the, or I say was like they're gone, but the paper is really nice in these books. Did they have advertising in it? Did they, um, do they, they advertise their own stuff. Okay. It's like it's not. Yeah, I mean, some. Like, actually, I'm trying to find it. Where is it? Oh, here we go. Batagria. Um, this I think this book I'm looking at now is a trade. They have some advertisement. It's all in the back. It's okay. not. It's not sprinkled through the book like American comics have it. Um, but yeah, it's it's like this one. This one has an ad for like their other books. There's an ad for Tarzan and Flash Gordon. Yeah. And you know, Snowpiercer, it's it's their own stuff and their own books, 
and it's mostly for the um, publishing company. There's no, you know, there are no cigarette ads or anything in it. Okay. And this one I'm looking at, um, 290 euro, which is about three, four dollars. Wow. And it's 122 pages plus Un- ads. Unbelievable. And I'm like, dude, that's crazy. And you know, and I have I have this one that's in color. It's just uh, as many pages almost. I think it's like a hundred pages. Yeah, it's like let's see, where is it? Yeah, four fifty euro, which is like five six dollars. Another ninety six. Well, this one's only ninety six pages, but it's like it's in color. Actually, this feels more like ninety six pages. It's really thick paper. <laughs> there's a po- there's a um thing for Jupiter's Circle in here. That's kind of funny. Anyway, sorry, <laughs> got sidetracked. <laughs> But um yeah and, and and I I I kind of came home and I was like how are they doing it how are they selling these books for so little like is is like is paper does is paper well does paper grow on trees there like, how, does it, how does it work but um I couldn't I couldn't really find it I actually found an article that just said that you know that not many people are reading their books well more people I think they have less they have less books like they have they have their own amount of books, but they have less, um, less variety. So more people read the books because they're not like, you know, you don't have like all these comic book companies. You have like, you know, a few, and their highest seller is still Disney. Go figure. Wow. But um, but it's I still want to know how do they do it. Yeah, we were talking about that before too, and like um, I think the one main problem about the comic book industry too. It's like, you know, um, most people, your average comic book, like, buyer or whatever, they're going to go and they're going to go buy from their, the, the, the main, the big two, right? Yeah. And then, like, and the big two, like, they just, like, spew, like, all this crap out now, which it's like they make you, force you to buy all these, like, books, like, you know, like, these side issues, like, you know, when, when they were doing, like, um... What do you what do you call it? Convergence, and you had to buy each and every convergence. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> like you know what I'm saying? And it's like yeah, all these yeah. like you know these these issues, and it's just like you know it's it's like there's like ten different Batman books out there, or you know whatever you know what. They're all expensive. And, yeah. and go down variant covers because m- yeah, most variants. stores will charge more. Some don't, but most will charge quite a bit more for that variant. Well, those variants are for the adults. I mean, you know, you gotta be a, you know, that's 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 just, you know, those are for the those are for the grown-ups that wanna, you know, collect. I'm yeah, I'm I I'm not I'm not a collector. I don't I don't understand it. I feel like an alien when it's like oh, you know, like I I want I want a certain book because I want to know what happened in it. Yeah. And you know, and and people would say, oh, that's gonna be worth a lot of money. I'm like, yeah, sure, roll it up, put it in my back pocket, and walk away. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so it's like okay but that's that's the difference between like a, a comic artist i guess and a comic book like fanboy collector i guess or whatever well i think well i think you can have the comic book reader that appreciates and and, and treats like what he's doing but then you have the there's the business collector too i mean not yeah. just there's the one who's yeah. You know, is looking at his oh man i better buy 20 issues of this because i can trade five of them and get two of them signed and then they'll be Are worth more. Are people still doing that? Oh yeah. Are people still? Yes. There's, there's a group that does it. I mean, that's why some artists uh, and writers 
will have are starting to you'll see it more are starting to put that restriction at their tables um where they'll only oh, they'll, you know they only sign one right one the, book or, or five you know maybe they'll sign five because i i've seen and i won't out them but i've seen dealers you know showing up with stacks of like 50 you know of the same yeah. issue you know so we saw that we saw that just recently at Orlando toy comic con yep and that's where somebody I, I i believe amanda and jimmy uh put a rule in after that that event yeah like people were just they just keep well me too just kept coming up to people and just like having stuff to sign yeah yeah that's that's um it's kind of obnoxious <laughs> i mean it's Sorry. one thing to have a couple yeah. of things you know i i can see you know but when, especially and you can spot the fan and the usually the you know the the ones trying to flip it you know and yeah. i've had um uh john Beatty on artist john Beatty before and he's talked about yeah. that he loves it, it, one of his his touching stories is where he gets the fan who has the beat up Marvel Secret Wars. Oh, this yeah. you know thing. Is, this thing is was probably under a bed for ten years, and, and it's got yeah. You know, and, and he loves. I love signing that. You know. Yeah. He goes even though it's it's been beat to death. He goes it, instead of the guy with you know all the pristine issues and it's he's got like you know twenty of the same issue. You know. Yeah. And he and he takes them he takes them like gingerly out of the out of the plastic yes, bag, yes. blows inside the bag to make sure it comes out. And he's like, oh no, I can't blow too much. It's gonna mess up the cover. Exactly. And then he like, yeah, uh, yeah, I've heard that. It's 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 a uh, um, it's kind of like you you also you know there's there's like this appreciation you know you realize that there's there's people who take appreciation for the surface. This is what it is. This is this is valuable for what it is. And then there are people who kind of value the book for what it meant to them or what's inside mm-hmm. or, you know, like they know the writers and the artists and they say, oh, I had to get this book because I, I didn't know what happened in this issue. And, and yes, I mean, I've heard that story before, too. Mm-hmm. That's that's. Uh, yeah, it makes me sad more. It's like, oh, come on, read the book. Read yeah, the book. exactly. Read the thing. And, and, and <laughs> yeah. I, there's a and Humphrey knows this person. And we I won't name him. There's a comic book shop owner we know. Uh, who he doesn't even know the product. I mean, he doesn't read the distribution stuff that comes out ahead of time, the the diamond stuff. He does not know the. He doesn't. He, you know, he just owns a fun place. That's all it is to him. That's 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 nationwide. Yeah, that's a lot of places. There, um, there. Uh, I mean, I mean, kind of, kind of like with the comics code thing. I think there always needs to be that guy. You know, it always needs to be the guy who makes the hard decisions, but. But it, it, I don't know if you should be the guy in the front of the store. <laughs> exactly. Put your fanboys in the front of the store. Put the guys who are like, did you see the new, did you see the new cap? Did you see the new cap? And like, yeah, I saw the new cap. And you start screaming like little girls. <laughs> but, uh, you also don't want to be the guy, the owner of the store, who puts everything on your account and buys up the whole store. Well, like, are you talking about a, a certain store, and we're not outing where a certain person would put stuff in your pull list that you didn't order? Is that the um, one you're talking? I don't know. I'm not naming no names. Okay. But. Well, I I've seen that stunt done before. Needless to say, I didn't go back to that store. What? Why? What would be the purpose of putting stuff in your pull well, list we'll in see, order? We'll see. They example. Here, here's this gimmick: is yeah. let's say you're a regular and you, just as an example, spend twenty a week at the store, right? Yeah. And you might sometimes spend a little more, and you know, run a little low that week in the store, pop in a couple of extra issues you didn't order. Oh, just to kind of round it off. Yeah, and you you might catch it, or or let's say you're 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 like a Humphrey and you buy a lot of toys or statues, yeah. you know, and that's one of them I've seen before too. 
bam, that person's got a toy they didn't order. Oh. <laughs> and, it's like, and I don't read My Little Pony. <laughs> and, and I tell you what, here's what's sad because some of these nerds, and I, I mean, I, you know, I'm a nerd too, but some are like they're addicted, you know, to the point of the comic book shop. And one of them goes, you know, I, I didn't order this. He looks at me and I go, yeah. And he goes, man, this happens a lot. I go, really? He goes, oh, well, I guess I'll get it. I'm like, what? Yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah. You know? uh, yeah, there's some people I know. I know somebody personally who um, who would buy books and not read them. Oh, like boy. He, he, actually, or did he read them? But he read everything and like, you know, capital E everything, oh, you know, boy. like, again, My Little Pony. And he's like, yeah, I read that. And I was like, oh, OK. Even though My Little Pony is pretty funny. There was a there was an evil dead joke in one of the issues. I was like, wow, this show, this this comic is pretty good. Oh, but um, <laughs> yeah, it was. they were throwing some references around like the little kid who showed it to me didn't know what was happening. And I was laughing out loud like evil dead. <laughs> the trap door from the Evil Dead is in My Little Pony. <laughs> but um, actually, I have to find that issue because that was really good. But um, yeah, I know, I know this guy who, who, yeah, he would just buy everything, but he, he, he did read everything. So it, it, yeah, it's, 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 you know, if you can't get heroin, I guess, you know, for color, yeah, it smells the same. I guess, yeah. you know? well, 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 I it smells the same to an addict. <laughs> you know, they, they at least their their health stays in check. You know, with the comic yeah. books, you know. That, that's the good part. Yeah, that's true. And I do have a theory about comic book artists and their health, though. I think I think comics kill comics kill creators. Um, how so? <laughs> how so? <laughs> no, it's just it's just like you know all these like all these all these creators end up with like cancer. You know, it's just yeah. It's really, think, what's think, his name? I think we were talking about this too. Yeah. Like recently. What was it um Mobius? Um, hey. well before. Before Bill Messnerlobe had cancer, he had he had um I think he had an arm removed, um back in the day. You this know, is I depressing. Think... Yeah, right. <laughs> what do you guys... comics kill? What are you guys doing to be here? Come on, <laughs> Stan Lee's still with us. Come on, he he proves yeah. you wrong. Well, he's not an artist, but he's not an artist. <laughs> you did say well, artist. Yeah. Yeah, uh, that's true. Uh, I mean, I'm I think it's the India ink. I really do think it's the India ink. It gets because I've I've had I've got an India ink in me. Like in all these, like using quills and pens and stuff, Ooh. it ends up ends up getting in your skin. It sticks you in the hand. I, you know, if I have to, if I have to point a brush, I don't like that I do this, but I sometimes have to use my mouth to point a brush. Ooh. Yeah, it gets it. Um, and yeah, I'm thinking, I'm thinking, it, it I think it kills you. Wow, <laughs> that's a great thought there. Jeez. On that note, wow. Merry Christmas. Wow. Humphrey <laughs> didn't tell me we're going to be doing health chat. Also, gee, don't put the brush in your mouth. That's what we've learned well, they here tell, tonight. They tell you not to, but it's fast. Well, you you should know this. I mean, we, me and you, we talked about this a couple of times. I mean, you you could walk around Artist Alley and you can see like, you know. Well, sadly, sad, are you talking about you, me, you, you and me, Humphrey, talking about this? Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, sadly, you, you I, mentioned it before with certain certain people. You, you like you could smell it off. Of them. I, and this is not, you know, <laughs> we're not, no. What he, Humphrey's referring to is diabetes. And oh, um, oh well, yeah, that too. That's, I mean, that's, that's and I I because you know I I almost bit the dust because of this stuff. So I'm a little sensitive uh, to it, yeah. but I I can smell it. And uh, there's some that are, you know they and they're in denial. <laughs> You know, they're like, boy, I'm not doing too well here on something. And I, you know, you try to be nice about it and, yeah. and encourage, but not lecture. But yeah, Humphrey's right. You know, I've seen it and that's unfortunate, you know? Yeah. Um, Low mobility. Um, 
you know, uh, you got to grab stuff that's quick because you're on deadline. Yep. Like, um, I was, I mean, you know, if, again, if he's listening, I was, um, I don't want to insult him, but I, I was surprised to see how heavy New Weeks was. Mm. And I was like, you know, because, I mean, because you kind of associate the artist with the art. And Lee Weeks people are so svelte. They're so, you know, like, at, you know, athletic and everything. And I see him and I'm like, oh, wow, he's, he's pretty heavy. I mean, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not thin myself. But, um, but I think the, the lifestyle, the, the um, you know, is, it's, it's one of grabbing what's fast, eating it, you know. Yeah. A lot of stuff that's processed. It's a lot of, a lot of sitting all day too, and, and it's and it's low mobility, no and, sitting. And there's know. some I've encountered in in the creative fields that are prone to depression. Depression. Some people try to treat it by eating junk food, you know, sugary foods and those things. That's and so, me. You know, that goes into that world, and you know, hand in hand. Yeah, I'm I'm borderlining on on heart problems right now, and I I just started I just started eating. I, I went I I'm going I say I say I I went warm turkey on on salt intake so I kind of I drastically cut my salt intake but I still eat um I still eat peanut butter sandwiches like once if I need a snack but yeah, I, I, I have I, crazy cravings for like peanut butter every now and then yeah it's I, over I, for you Humphrey none of that <laughs> no more that's right it's over we want you around yeah. Yeah, definitely. Because who am I, who's going to yell at me about um, not liking Man of Steel movies? And, and here's the key: we don't want Humphrey to smell an artist alley, now, do we? That's true. You know, I, I don't want to go by and go, Humphrey, <laughs> your health's going, buddy. <laughs> oh man! It's like uh, Patrick, the 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 diabetes detector. Hey, hey, hey! I I am nice, and Humphrey, I I don't do that. I mean, I'm not a I'm not a you know, a cop on them or anything. It's, some who know, I'll t- the, some will come to me and go, "Hey, you know, I want to talk about it. that's great. We'll talk about it." I'm not going to lecture yeah. anybody on that. You want to, you want to shove the ho hos down your throat? That's fine. <laughs> Have fun. Yeah. But I mean, like, yeah. I mean, it's it's it, it, it sucks though, man, because it's like, it's like people like I had I had my friend the other day lecturing me about like getting in shape and like you know I know I've, I've gained a lot of weight like you know in the past year because like, you know, doing all this, it's, it's you know, takes toll on you, you know, like you, you don't, you don't have time to like really, you know, like eat well, you know? And then, um, so my friend, he's actually like a, he's a, he's a karate instructor. So his job is to be physical, you know what I'm saying? Like, right. And he, he's all about working out. He's one of those fit fitness, you know, guys you know and he's like he's like lecturing me about doing like a 5k run or something or, or some kind of spartan run thing what's he trying to do, kill you yeah and i'm like I'm like dude do you know my profession like I, like i sit all day and i draw like i i got a personal trainer right now that's like you know i don't have time to like you know train for like some spartan run you know like i mean it's cool it sounds cool and all but it's just like realistically like i don't have time for that i got a lot of stuff that i need to work on you know like well humper you got the right attitude you you you've made adjustments and you, you're aware and that's the key thing um being aware and, mm. and making the adjustments that you are i mean you don't have to go full crazy uh, you know because yeah. mike parabek i just found out died of diabetes so and you know batman adventures mike parabek so 
<laughs> now I start looking up. Great. Well, and, 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 and some creators have been affected by diabetes. I don't know why we're talking about diabetes, but uh, George Perez, he's, he's had his vision affected from time to time uh, because of it. Yeah. I mean, it's like, um, like it's, it's not like a, what we do is, is not like a physical type of job. You know, it's like, like it's, it's, it's very mental, you know? Yeah. And, I mean, I, I would love to eat right, but it's just like, you know, half the time we're not even thinking about eating, you know? Right. And when we do eat, it's like, we just want to eat, you know, we don't even want to think about what we're going to eat, you know? It's just like, well, we're going to make, we're going to make sure this coming weekend that you, you eat healthy Humphrey while you're under our watch at the, uh, at Conjure, <laughs> at the Conjure Comic Con, <laughs> you're going to eat healthy, buddy. <laughs> Ooh, maybe we should start a um a, a, a like a service that sends healthy meals to cartoonists. I like this. There you go. <laughs> it's like it's like a Meals on Wheels jammy. There you and, go. Uh, really don't have to get off your drawing table. We'll just throw the food through the window. <laughs> <laughs> like we know you're on deadline. Here, just make, things up just, just make sure you don't you don't cut into like people's sales when they're like trying to sell shit. And then you, you know cut. what. Wait a minute. Uh, before we go, I, I got to share. You know, Humphrey's right because there was a there was a con I attended. I won't name it. Yeah. And the promoter asked me what I thought of the con. I said, you know, I think there's a problem when you go around at noon at the height of the con and you have a like a hospital tray, a cart with these trays, and you go to everybody's table and you're serving food and you're bumping people out of the way who are looking at uh. art. They weren't, yeah. and in and, and the vendor rooms, there's you know people looking to buy a toy or something, and then there's carts coming through, and the person's going, hey, "Excuse me, get out of my way, please." <laughs> I'm like, you can't do that. So they were selling, they were selling food. Yes. At the, um, like, like it was a cart going through. That's a well, that's that's not a great idea. Like New York Comic Con could never do that. Well, it was bad because it was clutter. You know, there was there was people, yeah, and, yeah. and it was, and they were pushing people out of the way, and, and it was just, I was like, wow, that doesn't work. It's like bad. That idea. is that is that is kind of cool. I mean, having having the food brought to them. It, yeah. It, well, that. Well, but see, I've seen it done very well, especially smaller cons where the the you know part of the deal for the artist or the 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 guest is they get fed and they okay. bring the meal to them by a handler. You know, will bring okay. it to them. There's not this yeah. huge cart coming through. Yeah, that's 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 a bit um, unthought of. Uh, y- uh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and, and that promoter was a little shocked. I pointed that out. It's like, do you think? I go, yeah. I go, I watched at least two or three sales go south because of it. Yeah, that's that's a mess. And we and we have to have our sales. Well, you do. Yeah. I mean, especially. I mean, I mean, I would think for like you, Lee, and and Humphrey. I mean, this is your chance to shine to, you know, for exposure big time. Yeah. Compared yeah, exactly. to you know somebody like you know some huge uh, name, you know. The exposure isn't the same. The, the the need for the exposure isn't the same. Well, even even the huge names. I don't want to take up too much time, but even the huge names, like they're they, you know, what was it they said about um actors is ninety percent of the time they're unemployed. Exactly. <laughs> so I, I mean, these guys are these guys might get the big books, but like you know, when they're not working, they need they still need to feed their kids. And yes, I mean, there's there's some I I won't reveal whom that will will sketch that I'm surprised will. Um. I mean, it'll cost you, but yeah. they will they will take commissions, and it surprises me. Uh, and it's yeah. for exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, because uh, kids got to eat. That's right. <laughs> and, 
and Humphrey, on this food note, we're going to let you uh, go snack, you know, get your ho-hos, whatever you need, um, you know, as we, we, we get ready to let you go and into creative land, whatever whatever project you have to do. And Lee, I deeply appreciate you being on the Riley and Kimmy show. I hope you'll come back. I hope we haven't oh, scared yeah. you away. It was um, it was a lot of fun. Great to meet you. Finally, I like I only heard you. It's like you're actually responding to the words I say now when I'm when I'm talking. <laughs> well, I'll respond. I promise. <laughs> That's good. Yeah, it was great meeting you. It was a lot of fun. And thanks, Humphrey, for dragging me along. You're welcome. Well, Humphrey, Humphrey's eating, eating something. You know, he's, oh, okay. he's snacking. Obviously. I'm <laughs> 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 working on my my piece that I was supposed to have at Conjure, but. I'm not going to have it at Conjure. Well, are you going to have it at the Daytona Beach Comic Con? Because you will be there. Um, I'm shooting more for Megacon. Oh, come on. How about that Daytona Beach Comic Con? Come on. Tom Rock would be this, so happy, the promoter. I have this other stuff. The, I have some other new stuff for, for Daytona, but okay. this one's going to take me a while to finish. Okay. This is the one you showed me just now, right, Hum? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's really good, people. It's 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 really coming out good. All right. Well, I'm going to let both of you go. I deeply appreciate being on the Riley and Kimmy show. Look forward to talking to both of you in the very near future. Absolutely. Thanks a lot. I'll see you soon. Visit RileyandKimmy.com to connect on social media and for archive podcasts. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.